listening to this, you are listening to A Splash of Balderdash. I'm Victoria. I'm Kyle. And I'm Brianna. And this will be our fourth episode in season one. And today we are going to be discussing the pros and cons, tips and um, tricks, tricks <laughs> trials and tribulations to planning a trip, whether it is in the country, short term, long term or out of the country. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to discuss like the aspects of like depending on who you're traveling with. Is it alone? Is it for is it alone for personal reasons, for work, uh, with a significant other, with family? Because I think it really impacts uh, how you travel and and how it goes because there could be some risk involved if you're taking a trip with one on one with a significant other, um, especially early on in the relationship. You're digging yourself into a hole, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm not worried at all. This is a therapy session for Kyle <laughs> to talk about his anxieties about traveling. He literally deletes this episode from Jennifer's phone so <laughs> she like, can't oh listen God. to it. I'm not worried at all, but I, I could understand if other people would be in, in those instances. But we don't have to start there. We can start. Where do you guys want to start? We can start yeah, there. Yeah, we'll start Why there. Not? Let's get that right off the bat. Yeah. Like. Awesome. Yeah, so I think that like, like I've traveled for work before. I've traveled with family before. Uh, and I actually have traveled with a significant other before, and I will be. And um, it's definitely different. Like when I was traveling for work, I went to Colorado, and it was fun. I thought it was it was fun to be able to like, I had an extra day before, so I got to explore a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of do things on my own time. It was nice not having to take anyone else into account in terms of like what I wanted to see, when I wanted to do things. And yeah. I think that's the big difference between traveling by yourself and with other people. And then with family, it's like things are already kind of determined for me, which I also enjoy for the most part. (laughs) Because I'm like, all right, I can just sit back. We're going here. We're doing this. And everything's kind of paid for. So I don't have to worry about that aspect. But when you're traveling with, um, like earlier this year, I took a trip with my sister and her friend. And that was interesting because we all wanted to, we were all in a place we had never been to before. And you really have to think about um, like, yeah, I want to, I have things in my mind that I want to do, but there are also two other people that like, we're not going to leave each other to do things for the most part by ourselves because it's a foreign country and I don't know, you want to kind of stick together and experience things together. So yeah, there it wasn't as contentious as it could have been, but there were some decisions and sacrifices that had to be made. So that's a really, yeah. I think that's a really good way to look at it. Like the buckets of, I didn't even think about that at all until you just mentioned that there are all these different buckets of types of travel Mm -hmm. companions, I guess you could say. When you mentioned traveling with your sister and her friend, that reminded me of when I was in college, I was part of a show choir that went on a tour, like a spring break tour. And we traveled in a bus, like a, what would be a classic, you know, off, off Broadway tour bus or something, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like a Fullington bus. And there were 20 of us. And that included like our pianist, and the bus driver and uh, someone else, usually a drummer. Yeah. And the vocal director. No, because they were in the, sh- the, the choir was like a, it was an even number of people. Okay. So I, I believe it, I, so I'm wrong. I believe it was 20 in the choir and then a few two others or three others. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was always like really challenging because it was like always drama of like what group was going to be like clicky and like go and do their own thing mm-hmm. and what group like who wanted to be part of what group and well that group only wants to do this and that's sucky or they don't like to drink so they're going to be over there doing that so it was just really hard to navigate that and like because you could get stuck with people that you don't usually spend time with for a whole day just because you all want to do the same thing yeah or maybe you're stuck with your friends but you're not doing anything you want to do so you were at the mercy of that itinerary so that's really right. interesting 
Yeah. I've also, uh, similar to Kyle, I've traveled with a big group like that, um, mm-hmm. my family, a significant other, and I'm trying to think if I've done like a small group, with small trip with friends, probably at some point, but I've never actually, like I have a lot of girlfriends now that are like obviously doing bachelorette parties and like small girls trips, and mm-hmm. I feel like I have never done that because I honestly don't know if I could spend that much time with one of my girlfriends, like for multiple days. Yeah. What do you think, Brianna? Could I, you? No. I have okay. <laughs> I get sick of people very easily. Okay, me too. So I, I thought I was just like a, a Grinch. <laughs> no. No. I need alone. I'm an extroverted introvert in the sense where like I need alone time to recharge. And I feel like in settings like that, there's no alone time whatsoever. Yeah, there's not. No. It's and so I hard. can't stand that. <laughs> but I have also traveled by myself for work. Um, oh, for work. I forgot to add that. I've traveled for work, too. Yeah. Um, traveled with some friends. I've traveled, I'm trying to think, with a significant other, with family. I've done everything. And it's very interesting. I just came back not too terribly long ago from a trip where I went with my parents, my boyfriend, my sister, and her boyfriend. And it's just very eye-opening how different we travel. For example, I'm going to put my sister on blast because she's never going to listen to this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's people who travel with one or two items, such as myself or my boyfriend, where there's a max capacity. I think it was 20 kilograms. For what? Weight. Oh, wait. Yeah, kilograms. Yeah, kilograms. which roughly to the U.S. translates to 44 pounds. Hmm. Anything above that, you need to put in a carry-on. And how we were traveling, we were taking Ryanair overseas, Mm -hmm. and they have a policy where any stuff that you need to bring as a carry-on, you have to pay an additional $60 for one way. I'm not shelling out an extra $120 to bring, like, a laptop or something dumb. So... Um, my sister and her boyfriend ended up having eight pieces of luggage total. Oh my God. Dan and I had a backpack. Yeah. And a suitcase for two weeks. I. That's all I'm going to bring in our trip. Yeah. You know, backpack and carry on. Yep. Eight pieces for two people. Mm-hmm. Wow. The amount of money that they was two must. Weeks. For two weeks. Wow. I, and I get it. It's two, two weeks is a it, long time. Yeah. But eight pieces? Is there? So I never traveled abroad. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I have, but never to Europe. Um, yeah. Is there a way to do your laundry while you're there? Um, it depends on where you stay. Where we went, there was a laundry machine, so we were able to do our laundry throughout the week. Um, but when I've traveled previously, no. You can do it through the hotel, depending mm. on where you stay, but that's really yeah. expensive. And also, I'm kind of like weirded out by that service. Gotcha. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I traveled to Nicaragua for a week. Mm-hmm. Again, just a week, but like I literally packed in a backpack. Yeah, I like a a good sized um, like Jan Sport yeah. backpack. I mean, it was huge. There's actually a picture on my Instagram, <laughs> VR Shalfa, uh, of me in the backpack um, because we had to t- check a bag for primarily the medicine we were bringing down okay. for the medical units yeah. we were yeah serving. So. 
Yeah, so, we had to yeah. like that. Tip number one, pack lightly for wherever you're going to go. When I left for one of my trips for work, my boss was like, hey, take a pair of shoes out. And I said, what do you mean? And she's like, literally, all you have to do to make sure you're not overpacking is take one pair of shoes out because mm-hmm. you're going to think you need it and you'll never wear it. She was right. That's a good point. I left them in, never wore them. Hmm. Yeah, traveling for work was always, I, I thought it was really fun. I actually think I like traveling for work sometimes. I don't know. I've had very good experiences because everything yeah. is paid for. Everything's billable. Like yeah. you get to stay at some hotels that you would never get to stay at on your personal dime because you're just, you know, I would stay at really nice, like, you know, Wyndham hotels, downtown Atlanta, like the premier hotels of that whatever city I was in and which was so fun so cool to have your own room I mean you just you feel like you get treated like royalty for Mm -hmm. me it was royalty my parents growing up we took vacations when I was much younger but I mean we did everything on the cheap you know so I never was used to having that quality of of service from a hotel or anything like that and then every single thing that anything I needed was billable so it was really nice and I got to it split up my week, you know, it was something exciting. I got to be out from behind my desk, which I really liked. Yeah. Um, so I, I, and the whole packing thing, I packed in a carry-on for all of my work trips, you know, a small carry-on suitcase. And I have like a method that I used to do where you, so you would lay a shirt, like half the shirt in the bag, half the shirt hanging out and you would layer each piece like that. So again, hmm. like half of the piece lays in the suitcase, like the whole nothing's folded the whole piece just lays like half and half out and then when you get to the very end you're layering everything on top of each other and then when you get to the very end you you kind of like zip it up so to speak by folding the both sides of the suitcase of clothes that are hanging out hanging out the Mm -hmm. pieces that are hanging out you fold them in oh and that's like the trick that i learned Hmm. it's kind of cool and then you can put your like toiletries in the middle so Ah. that's a cocoon almost yeah yeah I've never done that yeah I always roll my clothes roll, yeah. yeah I'm a big roller but I do that in like my personal life if you go into my stuff it's I all started rolled. that too yeah, yeah. that doesn't like it does rolling them it reduces the likeliness the likelihood of wrinkles right because I, it saves space that's why yeah. I've done it I've never heard of it reducing wrinkles it probably does there's no creases it's all just it's just rolled yeah but that's I think smart. it saves the most Because I'm going to need to pack uh, two weeks worth of clothes. I'm definitely going to repeat. And yeah. some of the places that we're looking at staying at provide like laundry services, which oh, is cool. Good. So like in the middle of the week, maybe just wash the clothes that we've used and then it'll carry us through the rest. But there's no way, one, that we're going to pay the extra to get care, um, to like get checked bags. because And then it... it oh, in, you're taking in, for two weeks in a carry-on? Carry-on and backpack. Okay, like... Uh, That's tough. That's so, tight. Yeah. Um, but it introduces a whole other level of risk with like losing your checked bags and yes. having to wait for them. Yes. Too. Yeah, agreed. I hate checking bags. I've had an experience where the last time I traveled to Italy, I was actually going for my cousin's wedding. They lost our luggage. So oh, no. we were, my mom was really, really smart and made us all put our wedding clothes in a carry-on. So we had our wedding clothes for oh. the wedding, but I went for, I think, eight days and I didn't get my suitcase back until the seventh night. Wow. Yeah. 
that's awful wow yeah um, thanks united oh my gosh don't get me started how bad you it's across the board they're the worst they airline suck. to fly but everyone will keep flying them don't because- i don't want your sponsorship no. united although <laughs> your business class is very nice like i will give you that well promo. i just booked allegiance so we'll see how that goes oh, no. just so what just so quiet on set Jen. we're doing uh norwegian i don't oh, know oh i know flew it. norwegian is that good it was wonderful oh my god the seats are so comfortable. Really? Yeah. Good, because we don't have special... We didn't even select our seats because we don't want to pay oh. for it. Um, no! That stresses me yeah. out. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely say for traveling I abroad, I absolutely would have... I think it's $10, yeah, like Definitely not $10. It was, it was $10 when I booked. We're booking, like, it's months in advance. Where are you flying advance. out of? Uh, that's a good Newark? Point. I think it's Newark. Um, uh, because Newark. you can take the train oh. and just... That way you don't have to worry about like yeah. dropping, pe- having people drop you off and pick you up. Like they can pick us, drop, my parents can drive us to like yeah. Hamilton yeah. and we just take the train up and yeah. yeah. Um, but it was 45. When are you going? So people can stalk you. No, uh, um, <laughs> so people can know I won't be home. Actually, I live with other people, so I don't have to worry about people breaking into my home. Uh, I'm going on. Uh, you don't have like, to say, you don't have to say where, when you're going. It doesn't matter. Okay. okay. I'm going after Thanksgiving for two okay. weeks. Um, so in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, which I think will be interesting because it'll, it'll be like for the very popular spots like the Coliseum and um, Vatican, it will be, I think, less crowded because mm-hmm. of the time of year. Um, but it'll be like we won't be able to enjoy like the coast as much because it will be. It'll be colder. chilly. Yeah. But-, but I think if we still like down to like Sicily, like that's much more south. So it could still be like in the 70s there, which would be. Cool. we'll see but i heard average temperatures in like mainland italy are like 50 to 55 which will still be very nice so compared to here. here so yeah i'm looking forward to that um i think that uh, i forget what i was gonna say oh yeah also like the uh, another benefit of packing light i think besides not having to pay for check bags and wait for check bags is if you're traveling around for two weeks like if you're not staying anywhere or I'm sorry, if you're not staying in the same place, you're going to need to lug your stuff around with you. So yeah. it's being able to, like, the portability. Hello, hello, hello. We are back from our bathroom break. We'll take a quick break so our mask can go to the bathroom. Everyone's quiet content after taking a walk outside. She's so at my feet. Glad to be back talking about travel. Yes. Yeah, so another aspect I wanted to touch on is, like, in your experience and also based on who you're going with, how much have you guys planned ahead of mm-hmm. the trip and how much have you just let wing, like just wing it? Sure. So I am a very type A personality. Um, I need to have things figured out before I do anything. It really gives me a lot of anxiety if I don't have a plan in place. So when I traveled for myself and my significant other, he's a lot more relaxed than I am so kudos to him um but I planned a majority of that trip and when I used to travel with my family I would be more go with the flow because my mom and dad would be paying for it and Kathy is more type a than I am so she had an itinerary down to like the minute Mm. for us when we would travel that's nice um I I've traveled abroad, but only in two scenarios. One, I was on a mission trip, so that was obviously 
pre-planned and it was very much like you were at the mercy of your group and Mm -hmm. you do what you're asked to do. Obviously, that's what you're there for. Um, So that was totally a different circumstance. And the other circumstance is that I was on a cruise to Bermuda with my grandparents and my family. I was a teenager. So again, at the whim of my family. So when I've traveled domestically um, with Luke, my boyfriend, again, same as Brianna was mentioning, I am a little bit more type A, but I would say that uh, part of travel for me that is exciting is to is to kind of each day gets you do want a skeleton. I would say my best my best tip is to create a skeleton of or a wish list of items mm-hmm. that make sense in buckets. So like today we're going to be in this city or like it's most convenient to get to this city and the three or four things that I have to hit while I'm there are these three and and I would say like keep it to three or four things a day maybe even less, two or three things, two or three items because you. I think some of the most magical parts of my travel have been just like happenstance, like happening upon the best ice cream shop and just sitting yeah. and chatting and like, especially when you're traveling with, with a significant other, I think that's the part of traveling with them that's so fun is that like it really is just about like connecting with yes you're supposed to be seeing things but if you make it so like to the t every single hour you're stressed about like oh my god we're supposed to be doing this and like you then you feel like oh my god if I haven't accomplished it if I haven't accomplished this itinerary you feel let down you don't want to have that feeling so for me it's like okay well we hit two or three other things we wanted to do maybe you're done really early and then you get to explore and just happen upon people and places and you just never know where it's going to take you but I also don't like the opposite where you have nothing planned and you spend half the day, yeah. you know, trying to figure around, it out, trying to figure it out. And to me, that's like such a waste. And you then you feel stressed in the opposite scenario, which is, oh, my God, we're here. And we're not doing anything. So that's my best tip is like and I think it's totally different. Kyle's scenario is that he's traveling to Italy. My scenario is like, you know, for my birthday two years ago, we went to Austin and we were like, OK, this is like a top city that everyone talks about. And there were yeah. plenty of things to do. But we did like we bucketed per day a few items that made sense together. And like if we didn't hit one on that day, we would like push it to the next day where we'd say this wasn't top priority anyway. So like we'll bump it down to the bottom of the list. But yeah, I mean, typically I don't do these crazy spreadsheets only because my vacations are four <laughs> days a piece and they're domestic. So yeah, I just keep it like a, a word doc of like items. But I'll say that traveling with a bigger group is a little different um this is like another example of just circumstance but we travel a lot with Luke's family he has six siblings and they're all very easygoing but um they all also really like to make itineraries like they they joke around because there's two in particular (laughs) two siblings in particular that like love to make itineraries and they go like they'll text the entire week prior to the vacation back and forth and we will get a formal word doc like prior to the vacation of like That's down funny. to the hour and actually I, I have to say like someone else planning down to the hour for me stresses me out like I I do not like confines of being told what to do like it's it winds up being fun but it stresses me out because I'm like oh someone just planned every single hour of a vacation where like maybe they didn't hit on my wish list items at all Mm -hmm. it's like what am I getting out of this then so it is it's very travel is very tricky but that that's my tip for at least a pair a couple taking a trip is like every day should have some skeleton but like leave some wiggle room leave some wiggle room for like those magical moments of like oh my god we just like happened upon this restaurant made friends with the waiter and we didn't even know we'd be here and oh my god and our cocktail was half off because we made friends with them like I just love that stuff yeah and I mean something that traveling it domestically like you said is a little different I think traveling internationally one of the biggest benefits and one of the biggest tips that I can use is using like websites like getyourguide.com where they have those pre-scheduled trips especially mm-hmm. for those touristy spots that 
you're only probably going to see once, twice, maybe three times in your lifetime that you can get an English interpreter or an English tour guide, things like that. I think it's also like with your budget, like you're mentioning, you have to kind of decide like what are your priority items to like put that money into that expensive tour Mm -hmm. and stuff because that's, I can see why you would want to do those things the right way because you might not do it again. Exactly. Yeah, and I think in addition to like planning where and when you're going to do or when and what you're going to do and and things like that when you're traveling I think depending on who you are um, part of that comes down to budgeting too like what do you want to how much money do you want to spend roughly uh, in each area because you should also leave some wiggle room there in case when you're there you're like you know I'm having such a great time I don't think a vacation is somewhere where you should really compromise like my my dad always tells me he's like listen if you see something that you want to do or experience mm-hmm. then just do it because you never know if you'll be back there you know that's my dad's favorite phrase is <laughs> it's just a transaction <laughs> <laughs> my dad's the opposite of that he never let us swim with the dolphins i'll tell you he was always oh. that guy who's like we pre we've already paid for the hotel and there's a pool that you could swim in we're not swimming with dolphins also <laughs> i never got to swim with a damn dolphin listen that's it's really not that great it also Sad. like thinking back about it i have swam with dolphins before and stingrays now being the animal lover that I am, I'm like, that just really ruined their environment and their time. I know, probably, so. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I, think I, I completely agree with you guys and Victoria, what you were saying around leaving some wiggle room because you're, you're, if, something, if something were to be scheduled like minute by minute, like, yeah, it's nice that we have so many things that we want to get to and like we have everything planned out and we're going to be able to accomplish so much. But then it also might tear you away from things too soon it also it yeah, also exactly. takes away the aspect of like you're walking around and you see something that you're like wow that looks so cool or it's a cool looking area let's go over and explore yeah. you can't do that because it's not part of the itinerary and i will say and give yourself when, a break to like rest and yeah. get a coffee <laughs> yeah. dan and i did go on one trip where we were gonna go see the leaning tower of pisa and i had planned it we were gonna go take a train the train was gonna take us because we were docked at a port um, a train was going to take us to Pisa and then we were going to walk from the train station to the leaning tower. Um, turns out the trains didn't run the times that I thought they did. Um, and it was going to cost us a hundred euros each way to get to Pisa and back. So and what is that? How much money is that? That's it. Euro is about... One euro to one USD. A USD, I think at the time, was a dollar and 25 cents. So it would have been 125 USD to get to wow. Pisa. Nope. Just no. to look at a tower. For Just like to look at a tower minutes. and do the, the pose where you hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dan and I spent the day at the port, which was Liverno, and it was a beautiful city. We got to walk around the square. We got a really nice cup of coffee. Dan and I are both dog lovers, so we got to look at all the little Italian dogs walking around the streets because in Europe, most dogs aren't on a leash and are really well behaved and wow. go into restaurants, which is great. Interesting. <laughs> Um, but that was like the perfect example of we weren't being so regimented. We decided that the cost to go see a tower wasn't going to be worth it. So instead we were able to hang out and just have a nice relaxing day in the city. I do think though that like traveling abroad, 
I would say maybe maybe my tip really should just be for domestic travel because I think I would probably feel more comfortable having mostly all of my time planned just because of the language barrier. Yeah. And also just for safety, like for safety reasons, you don't want to just explore and get yourself into like and like Throw all of a sudden walk into a dark alleyway that you're like this looks cool <laughs> but it's actually like i don't even know some exactly back alley of a bar that you don't know so i mean there's there's that too but i i would still say like some wiggle time is nice and i, I also would say like even if you plan the wiggle time like oh we're gonna have two hours here and we'll be in this part of the city and so we've already noticed that there's gonna be a square there like we know there's gonna be a mall or whatever a square so you can walk around. I think it's nice sometimes to not because like it does get really, really tiring just yeah. touring things. Like, yeah. and you're taking a lot of information. Like when you're going on all these tours, it's just like it's so interesting. But your brain is really working to like take in information, yeah. and you're walking. You're gonna be walking like so so much. So just to be able to like give yourself an hour in between things to like sit and have a snack or like. If you, ha- I don't even know, if you have the time in the middle of the day to like go oh, back nice. to your hotel and yes. just like, glass of wine. yeah, <laughs> and just like nap for like 30 minutes and then do your next thing. Cause you're going to yeah. be up late too. You're going to, I'm sure you're going to want to go out in the town at night and stuff. Yeah. Especially if you're like, if you're going away for two weeks, like I will That's be, pace yourself. Going, I think we have a day planned in the middle of it just to like, yeah. that's just blank. So we can decide to like hit something we haven't hit before or be. more likely let's just take like, let's sleep in today. And let's like start our day at like noon, which otherwise I'd be very anxious about because again, it's wasted time. Like you're in a a beautiful place where you could be experiencing things all the time. And trust me, like 13 out of the 14 days, we will be going like firing on all cylinders and constantly experiencing new things. But it is exhausting. It's, it's really exhausting. It's, it's wonderful, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's. Well, hello everyone. It's future Brianna. You traveled in time with me. (laughs) Get it? The travel episode. I know that was really corny, but we had audio issues and I wanted to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> um, but I did want to say a huge thank you to everyone for listening to this week's episode. Um, we are going to come out with more episodes more regularly in the future. Look out for our next episode on Halloween. Um, and you can follow us and get more announcements about upcoming episodes at a splash of pod on Instagram. And make sure to subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, the Spotify app, and the Google Play app, or really anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye.